I realized very quickly that we all are FM innovators. We all have to be innovative and we have to sell our ideas inside of our organization. So you as an FM practitioner have to be innovative and sell much like these harder companies do, but you have to sell your ideas internally to your leadership or to the budgeting committee, to your team or to the workforce. You have to say, hey, here's what we're trying to do. Welcome to Connected FM, a podcast connecting you to the latest insights, tools, and resources to help you succeed in facility management. This podcast is brought to you by IFMA, the leading professional association for facility managers. If you are ready to grow your network and advance in your career, go to ifma.org to get started. Today, we're joined by IFMA Global Board of Directors Chair, Dean Stanbury and Mike Petruski, host of the Workplace Innovator and Asset Champion podcast. In this exclusive episode recorded live at World Workplace 2023, we are placing Mike in the interviewee seat. Join us as we delve into the key insights and unexpected revelations he has gathered throughout his captivating journey as a podcast host. Now, let's get into it. IFMA's FMJ is written by and for workplace professionals. Articles offer practical takeaways and best practices to help you optimize your facilities. Visit ifma.org slash publications to explore the newest issue. Welcome to IFMA's Connected FM podcast. Today, we're coming to you live from the expo floor on day one of the World Workplace Conference. This is a very special episode because today, we're going to flip the script on our esteemed guest, you know him, the one and only Mike Petreski. Well, 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 how the tables have turned, or the turntables, as Michael Scott would say. Hey, DJ Dean, can I call you that? Sure. Thanks for having me on the show. And what it is to be in this seat, it's nerve-wracking and it's exciting at the same time. Of course, you have experienced this side of the table on my podcast, one of them. Yes. Mr. Episode 13 of the Asset Champion Podcast. Absolutely. So great to see you again. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, let's get into it. So, Mike, we know all about your love of music and how you like to draw on that from your podcast guests. So let's dig a little deeper into your musical vault. I was trying to come up with a way to ask this question without offending groups of music fans. Uh -oh. So here goes. Yeah. What genre of music appears least often on your playlist? Least often? Well, it's not because guests haven't brought it up, but because of my bias, we have edited it out often, and I don't want to offend anybody, but country music is probably my least favorite genre until a thing happened to me, Dean. In the 1990s, someone named Shania Twain came onto the scene, and when I saw my first Shania video, I saw the potential for country music. I won't tell you why, but it's a great genre. I don't mean to offend anybody. And hey, we're here in Denver, so we have to sing a little Rocky Mountain High. Rocky Mountain High. Colorado. Yeah. Little John Absolute Denver. John that Denver. Be the theme of this podcast. A little more obscure, but if you go look up Sonny Landreth, um, mm. uh, he has a song called The Wind in Denver. Okay. Uh, I'll check he's it one out. of the greatest uh, slide guitar players I've ever heard. I've not heard. Okay. So, so you'll have to check that out. All right. Everybody knows Dean Stanberry, guitar player, music aficionado. One of the greatest guests I've had on that topic. So it's a hobby for sure. I love it. Okay, let's move on. So, Mike, you, we all know you're a child of the 80s. Yes, sir. And that weighs heavily in the music that you know by heart. 
What are the artists or songs that you can't go a week without listening to? Oh, this is easy, Dean. If you check my Spotify, you'll see all types of new wave 80s hit mixes and even deep dives into alternative 80s. But the band that everyone knows I love and can never live without, from Dublin, Ireland, U2. And yes. I have to say, I have a new renewed interest in U2. They're about to open a residency at the Sphere, that new venue in, in Las Vegas. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. It looks incredible. I hope to get to see them there. But for those that may not know you 2 a lot of younger listeners, people who are like, what is this? That's an old classic rock band. Believe me, they still put out great stuff. And in recent years, I would suggest that you check out a song called The Little Things That Give You Away. It was on their Songs of Experience album. And we... It, it just speaks to that human condition and the fact that it's Bono talking to his younger self. I could relate to it so much when it comes to like the anxiety that I sometimes face and the challenges we all do. So I think you get something from that. So, wow, Mike, thanks for those insights. For me, that would be Pink Floyd, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and Rush. Oh, sure. Uh, so definitely you're reaching back a little bit. Canada's finest. Yeah, and I've Eddie seen Lee and the boys. Uh, all the iterations of Pink Floyd as well. So Amazing. for Gen Z listeners, try not to be too judgmental because someday your favorite artist will be considered classic era as well. Another question you like to pose to your guests is around their favorite inspirational quotes. Oh, yeah. So tell us, Mike, is there a quote that you know by heart, that you draw inspiration from on a daily basis. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's so many, and I could literally spend the whole time with you quoting others, but there's one gentleman, a marketing guru named Seth Godin, who has been a go-to source of wisdom and understanding, and a quote from him that I started sharing years ago, probably 2016, 2017, when I first started speaking at international facility management and other association conferences is really relevant today even more than ever. And it goes like this. It says, if what you did today wasn't hard, you did not add enough value because you didn't expose yourself to enough risk and fear. And if you think about that, and our FM community friends think about that, we're in this world that is changing dramatically. And listen, it's not always going to be comfortable. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to do something that's uncomfortable, which means exposing yourself to maybe falling on your face and falling fat, failing. And if you do fail fast, I can mix in a bunch of quotes here, but yet if it wasn't hard, you're just basically leaning on your own, you know, existing skill set, and you need to break out of that. Yeah. There's sort of a, a common theme when you work in operations, the way that you operate is that you don't change anything because if it's working, don't mess with it, right? Ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that's sort of the mantra of an operations role. But now we're in this state where new technologies are coming our way fast and furious, and those changes are going to come whether we like it or not. And we're going to have to figure out how to wait, how to get that in there. That goes back to my data center operations days because sure. you never wanted that mainframe to go down while the customer service reps were using it. Yeah. That you didn't want to be on the CEO's lips for that Let's reason. Not take too many risks, everybody. But at the same time, we got to keep trying things new and new things and trying new things and learning new things. And you mentioned that in your speech this morning, which was really inspirational. I'll remember that one too, because I know Seth Godin or know, the, know of him. So of all the interviews that you've conducted, is there a particular quote or response from an interviewee that has stood out for you? 
Yeah, and it's come up many times. I can't tell you exactly the guest who first offered it, but you've heard it. It's from Teddy Roosevelt. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I think the first time I heard that quote was in the context of social media. And this is six, seven years ago where we really saw the negative impacts of social media and it was stealing the joy of so many of our young people and so many of us. We just look at this Instagram filtered world and it's not a real accurate portrayal of people's human existence. It's this fantasy, this utopia that makes it look like everybody else out there is having a much, much better time than we are and are much more successful. And, and that's what this kind of filtered view of the world it does. And it causes you to compare and it just takes the joy away from all the things you have going on in your life, all of our blessings. So let's stop comparing ourselves to others. I think that actually goes back to something our keynote speaker said too on the internet that a lot of what is there is intended to drive controversy. Yes. Because, you know, that's the clickbait, if clickbait you will. Clickbait headlines. It's not absolutely. intended to be truthful. It's not intended to be accurate. It's intended to get your, you get your attention. Attention seeking. Yes. Yes. You've just summarized, you just summarized all social media platforms in one <laughs> short sentence. Thanks, Dean. All right. Well, let's get into the details. All so, right. Mike, you started podcasting as a solo effort with the FM Innovator Podcast, uh, which became the Workplace Innovator Podcast in 2018. And because you clearly still had too much spare time on your hands, <laughs> uh, you launched a second show, the Asset Champion Podcast in 2020. Right. Tell us a bit about this journey, the number of episodes in each podcast so far, and what is the role that Eptura now plays as your sponsor? Oh, wow. Well, number of episodes, that really is hard to calculate in a way, but not that hard. But you did say there'd be no math on this uh, particular podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just say I started as the FM Innovator. We did 85 episodes. I remember that very clearly. And then I started when I joined iOffice in 2018. We did change it to Workplace Innovator. We're now at episode 275 and counting. It's a weekly show. And then the second show you reference is more of an operations and maintenance type focus show. And that's called Asset Champion, which has about 115 episodes. So if you add those all up, it's a big number. But the bottom line is I'm just very fortunate to work now for Eptura. So Eptura is iOffice. It's iOffice plus Space IQ. That was the first merger that happened. And then we merged with Condeco and Archibus and Saraview and all these softwares, which now makes us the epicenter of the future at work, as in global work tech company providing software solutions for people, workplaces, and assets to enable you to work your world. There Where you go. have I heard that before? I had to do my DJ Mike <laughs> B opening. That's what you hear on all the podcasts. So more than a sponsor, they are my employer. I am the director of podcasts for Eptura, and I have the great fortune and blessing of coming to events like this and talking to wonderful people like you, normally on the other side, but thanks for asking. That's an impressive record, and we certainly look forward to your continued success because I am a regular listener. Um, I'm always yes, uh, checking out who's on and, and who's what they're talking about, and I, I enjoy the show, both shows, very thank, much. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. So let's see, as you've been doing your podcast for several years now, can you think of a topic or a trend that you heard about or noticed early on that has now exploded and become mainstream in this industry? 
Wow. Well, listen, the first thought that comes to mind is back when I started FM Innovator, I didn't know what I was doing. And I thought when I was referring to FM Innovators, I was talking about what we call our industry partners. All the people you see here in the expo hall trying to offer their innovative products and services, and they need to be giving the FMs the solutions they're looking for. And that's what I thought an FM Innovator was, someone who offered great value by sharing their product or service or expertise. Maybe they're a consultant. And then I realized very quickly that we all are FM innovators. We all have to be innovative and we have to sell our ideas inside of our organization. So you as an FM practitioner have to be innovative and sell much like these harder companies do, but you have to sell your ideas internally to your leadership or to the budgeting committee, to your team or to the workforce. You have to say, hey, here's what we're trying to do. So that was a big light bulb moment. And then it became very clear that the trend in 2017, 2018 was moving away from the table stakes of great operations and maintenance, although it's forever going to be the, the foundation on which we build our career and our industry. But employee experience, the elevation of the need to create a great employee experience, and now we call it a workplace experience, wherever you are as an employee, in your office, in your home office, in a third space, we have to be innovative use technology, use strategies that allow us to deliver on the expectations of the people in our facilities. Yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, as a facility manager myself, uh, uh, that was a good part of my career. One thing that we have to look at is that, you know, facilities, buildings of all types of so FMs, you have an FM in any type of building doesn't sure. matter what its purpose is. Right. So when we talk about, you know, the workplace experience and thing like that, predominantly that's the office environment. And that probably accounts for about, knowledge workers are about 24% of at least the U.S. workforce. Small minority. Yeah, when not, a, not a majority. That's so, right. So, you know, when we look at what we see on this expo floor, there's a lot of targeted solutions. They're targeted to a particular industry because they have some innovation for that industry because healthcare is not the same as hospitality. It's not the same as manufacturing. It's exactly. not the same as logistics and certainly not the same as office buildings. That's right. So, you know, that that's the sort of one of the epiphanies I had early on is that there's an FM in every one of these buildings. 85, maybe 90% of what they do is common, mm -hmm. but there's going to be 10, 15% that's unique. Right. You right. know, and that's the part, if you don't know it on day one, you're going to learn awfully quick. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. All right. Let's take another question here. So you've worked in the industry for quite some time and you witnessed many aspects of the commercial real estate transitions. Has anything emerged that took you by surprise that you didn't really see coming? <laughs> you mean besides the global pandemic of 2020? Because that is the first thing that comes to mind. I mean, but it's important that we mention it here because here we are in 2023 and beyond. And what we learned throughout the past several years is that a lot of the things that we did see coming 2019 and earlier has just been accelerated in many ways. A lot of things have just kind of moved forward faster than we thought they would. You know, the move towards digitization, the, the distributed workforce, the ability to use technology to create a great work environment in many places other than an office setting and the need for technology to help us continue to meet our goals for sustainability and for maintenance and operations and caring for the people in our facilities and the highlight of the value of clean air and all these things. I mean, 
they were all on our radar, right, Dean, here at IFMA, especially before the pandemic. But it sure it certainly really accelerated a lot of the adoption of technologies that people weren't maybe ready to try and they tried it and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't, or the ability to try new things and use a new strategy that maybe was hard to sell earlier on. Change is hard because we always overestimate the value of what we currently have and underestimate the value of what we may gain by giving that up. So we were forced to give up a lot of stuff in 2020. And now we're kind of rebuilding maybe with more intention going forward. Yeah, that was that's very insightful. I think that's a, a great observation. So the pandemic was, you know, of course, a surprise to most people. And I think coming out of it, you know, what are there are things that we probably saw were important before, not so important now, and things that we didn't really prioritize are now high priority. Yeah, still learning, still your, learning. Your perspective changes over time. Uh, looking ahead, what are the topics you're hoping to cover or prioritize in your podcast before we meet at World Workplace 2024 in San Antonio, Texas? Yes, indeed. See how I worked in my shameless plug for IFMA? <laughs> Remember events? the Alamo. Yes, I, I love the shameless plugs. I do it on my show, as you know. I love to <laughs> I had to work one in to join EFMA at the local level, their chapter, come to the World Workplace Conferences, Facility Fusion, one of my favorite events. So yeah, I think that's where I look to continue to grow my podcasts and have more conversations around what it means to be a facility management and workplace leader in the future of work 2024 and beyond, because we all have an opportunity to evolve and meet the current needs of the built environment and of our people. And the, the challenge is one that's going to be there, but we at IFMA and this community can absolutely handle it. We are here for each other, the education you need, the networking you need, the relationships that will help you, the partnerships that will deliver the services and products you need. So more of that, more human inspiration, more things to help build up the FM community is what I hope to do. And maybe invite some people from outside the industry to give us their view of what's going on. We've certainly become a part of their radar because the headlines throughout the pandemic experience was one of, hey, everybody, I've got an opinion about workplace or I've got an opinion about return to offices or what the purpose of the office is. So everybody jumped into our domain without the expertise behind it and really muddied the waters in many ways and kind of created that binary remote work forever versus return to office. And that's not the way we're going to well, solve any problems. that the internet in a nutshell? It's it people talking about things they know nothing about. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you've summarized it in much quicker than I did. That's awesome. So, Mike, this has been a lot of fun. I was thrilled that we were able to make this happen. As we kind of wrap this up, are there any insights that you would like to specifically share with our facility management audience today? And tell us what it's like to be on the other side of the microphone. Well, it was easier than I thought because you're a pro. Dean, you need to make this your profession. Are you coming for my job? No, this has been great. And I've enjoyed just the conversation. That's what it's all about is people with a passion for facility management, sharing their experiences, their insights. And I think that if there's one message I could leave with the audience, it's, hey, you have an incredible opportunity. Take the lead, let your voice be heard. Get out of your comfort zone. I'll say that again. Be comfortable being uncomfortable because things are changing. They never stop changing. And just lean into that discomfort and learn something new because it's a 
long journey and the fun is not trying to get to some end point, some destination. It's about learning. It's about asking questions and challenging the status quo. And I hope we'll do that and certainly join IFMA, be involved with IFMA, and you'll find many new friends and new opportunities to grow in your career. All right. There you have it, folks. The famed Mike Petrusky gracing our <laughs> airwaves with our insights on commercial real estate, facilities management, and of course, music. Yes, sir. Mike, I hope you enjoy the rest of the World Workplace 2023. And for our listeners, we hope you enjoy this special episode of the Connected FM podcast. And with that, Mike, please close us out. Well, I had a great time, Dean. Thank you again. Thank you for the opportunity. And I hope in some small way we inspired the audience to be, join me, an FM innovator, a workplace innovator, innovator, and an asset champion. champion. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And as always, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for more incredible content.